You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. When I see the food, I eat it. Bada boom. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. I'm on a light diet. I only eat when it's light out. Bada boom. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. fantastic this is my favorite la band my favorite reggae band the great ayatara i'm so excited all five guys are on the line correct conference call is that true nick i think it's true everybody's here so let's go through everybody tanner araballo louis tovar yep nathan Feinstein, nick laportio and nick safakis Correct? That's right. Yes, sir. Five. So I want to be able to ask each of you a question, but let's get started with what generated today's topic. Nicholas Laportio, I asked you, you guys are doing so well, and I can't be happier or prouder of you. And I asked you, what have you learned with this beautiful success that you've been blessed with? And you said kindness. That was so great. And I didn't expect that. Speak about that a little bit. Well, I think at the time there was uh, somebody who just passed away, um, Jerry Stiller. Uh, he was a comedian, and there was a quote he had said, um, left somebody with, like, in his last few days. And he said, to be great at something or be skilled at something is, is great and important, but to be kind is so much more important. And it really, you know, just made me think and reflect on all the successful moments I think we've had and successful people. And, you know, I think that for longevity and just what's really most important is, yeah, the kindness and love that you put in everything that you do, you know? It's just a beautiful message, and you can hear it in your music. That song, By My Side, is all about that. I mean, you talk the talk, but you walk the walk. Rebecca, let's play a soundbite of Herb Alpert um, with Bob Costas, number one. One of the ironies is that none of the members of your group were Latins. It was a Latin kind of beat. Everybody assumed that all or most of the guys were Latin, but no. Well, it was a bigger irony. I'm not Latin. <laughs> <laughs> of course, my father, my father was from Russia, and uh, he moved to Tijuana when he was a kid, you know. Yeah, right. Right from Kiev to Tijuana. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just have this feeling for, for Latin music. I saw Bullfight in 62 prior to The Lonely Bull, and I was affected by the feeling, the sound, the, you know, the oles, the bravado of it all, and I tried to translate that into a record. So I want, Nathan, you to listen to that from Herb Albert, one of the most successful musicians of the 20th century. He's a Jewish guy from Boyle Heights who fell in love yeah. with music from Mexico, and people do not want to believe that he's not Latin. Tell me your journey, Nathan. You fall in love, and you almost have to justify who you have a gift, this beautiful voice you have, but you could probably relate to that question that Herb Albert's getting, being a guy named Nathan Feinstein, who's the most incredible reggae singer, right? Yeah, man. I appreciate the kind of words, Clapper. Thanks. You're very um, welcome. I think, you know, it's um, as, as times go on, music, it, it tends to just 
reach further and further from its originated source in, in all genres of music. And um, a couple of decades ago, the, the world was just blessed by an outbreak of reggae music. And you see these different little hubs where it really caught on and it really became something special. Places like England and Hawaii and California as well. And, you know, growing up on the West Coast, I was always surrounded by uh, hip-hop and rock and roll and, and reggae. And um, as, as my journey as a musician progressed, I, I somehow found myself falling in love with music from Jamaica and falling in love with reggae and, and, and aspiring to um, create those kinds of sounds and those kind of vibes, you know. And so me and the guys, we all, like, fell in love with this music at the same time and just threw ourselves into it and um, dug so deep into this music that it's, it's so, um, you know, it's, it's iconic. And we wanted to be a part of that. So, we, you know, we emulate a lot of the, the artists that we love and things like that. And, um, you know, we're lucky that America is now becoming known as, as a great, one of the greats in reggae music because we have this really cool era of American reggae music coming about now. So every day we feel honored to be a part of that movement. And um, we feel responsible. Um, we feel a responsibility to carry the message well, you know, and, and not stray too far from the source. Um, and yeah, it's just a blessing, you know, it's just a blessing that we found reggae music. We love this music and we're happy to be playing it. Well, nobody does it better than you, Nathan. And I'm not just saying it because you're on the air with me now. You could tell your love affair, your respect for it in every time you take that microphone and sing. And just because a guy is born in Jamaica, just because he likes reggae, he may not necessarily bring that passion and love and respect that you have for the genre. So keep it going. The success is not happening by luck, by accident. It's by hard work, and it's your love affair. Let's go to Louis, Louis Tovar. Louis, where were you? What was the song that told you it's reggae music, not rock and roll, not hip-hop? Do you remember who the band was? Do you remember the song? Do you remember when it happened in your life? Uh... Probably be maybe Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Wow. Being all on. I mean, that's probably like one of the earliest songs that I remember even like as a kid just hearing. And I was like, what is that? My parents didn't know who Bob Marley was until after I was already in this band. So <laughs> it was just one of those things that, yeah, I just, it was always, it, you know, that especially that song, you know, it's one of those just like, it just brings everyone together. Even though I didn't know who this man was at whatever age I was when I first heard that song, you know, was, I mean, that was probably like my first real exposure to it. Probably it would have to be a Bob song for sure. Got it. 